Welcome to Confidence Leads to Success podcast. Get ready for your weekly dose of Confidence Booster with inspirational stories of women across the globe. The one and only podcast made to empower women through fashion, wealth, health, well-being and more. Hi everyone, I am Elif Kyose and this is Confidence Leads to Success. My love of sharing other stories with you has become a bug to me now and I love bringing women I met in person and I love bringing women who I met virtually onto this platform so you might find a bit of you in that story to inspire you and empower you to go all in for your life. So today I have got amazing Sarah Grant here. I was so lucky to have met you in her in person, um, even though we connected through LinkedIn and I love following her. She has been supporting women in their image for 14 years now and she also is qualified NLP practitioner. And she uses that skill of hers when she's helping women with their clothes. And through her experience, her own life experience, she found that gift in her to be able to support and empower women to be their best unique self. So I would love to have you on the stage, Sarah. Hi. Morning, Elif. And thank you, honey, for inviting me. I always say to um, Elif, She's like a ray of sunshine. Thank you. Oh, I think the same for you because I always believe in positive mindset and positive thinking, positive lifestyle. Um, and when I met you, I could see that through the screen, even with your images, with your lives every day. I, I've got a reminder on my phone. I get to see them every day. <laughs> So I just wanted to introduce you to my audience because your story is so beautiful, so honest, and so many women would find themselves. And I'd love you to share how you decided to get into the image, image uh, and how what, what made you go for it. Well, it was a must be. I think it, I was 48 at the time and I'm 63 now is that my husband left me and not only did he leave me but he left me for a good friend of mine um so obviously that left me in a pretty dark place I had three children you know my eldest wouldn't speak to her dad for a few years it was just awful and my mum was taken poorly and never been in in her life so there was an awful lot going on around about that time um but I remember about two years after he left a friend said Sarah we've got to get you on match.com so I thought oh my god <laughs> but we did we did and honestly it was the, it was so funny it was any any lady that's done it seen those weeks come up but I remember that day particularly going home and it was a really lovely sunny day and thinking to myself I can't live like this anymore so I um I had a vision of this big ball and people that might know the series that used to be on called The Prisoner. You have to be in your 60s or 50s to know it. Um, it was a big ball would chase him along the beach and would try and engulf him when he left this, this, um, this place in, in Wales. Anyway, so 
in my head, I grabbed this ball, I put it to one side and everything that was going on in my head, I put in this ball and then pulled things out and dealt with them as I needed to. Don't get me wrong, it didn't always work, but that was the vision and the, what I wanted to do. If I couldn't deal with something when I took it out, I just pop it back in and see if there's something else I could deal with. So that was my strategy of, of trying to move forward. I like that. I mean, they do say, don't they? You have to have, um, can you control it? If it's, not con if it's not in your control, just put it aside. Don't put stress onto yourself. Yeah. And I, now what I do is if I always have um, a vision of these, this, um, these steps, and then the smaller steps either side. So I'm climbing my ladder. And if I get stuck, I'll never come back down, but I'll sidestep left or right, depending what I'm feeling. And then when I'm ready, then I'll come back and then I'll start climbing up it. So never go back down that ladder. So yeah, so I did that. And then a friend said, I've got um, a friend who's opening a Danish clothing shop. So I ended up working there a couple of days a week because my background is so uh, I'm hair, well, hairdressing originally and sewing like ULF. I mean, yeah. I've been to your shop and amazing. I had a wonderful time. Um, so, yeah, so I, I was in the shop and it was there that I love people. Um, people used to say... I can tell that. <laughs> I have a counselling session with you, Sarah. <laughs> Um, and I used to love dressing ladies because I love creativity. Mm -hmm. And um, and I knew when something looked right, but I didn't know the reasons why. Um, and someone said, you should become a personal shopper. And I thought, that's so shallow. Taking someone shopping. Um, but as time progressed, I thought, I need to do this. So I did. I did loads. I searched. I went to a fabulous place up in Warwick. Um, made some lovely, lovely friends. I did all my training, which must have taken oh, weeks and weeks. Um, and it sort of stemmed from there, really, and then started my own business. But the thing that was a big turning point as well was I did with my NLP, which is the Neuro Linguistic Programming. And it's where I really um, start to love myself again and moving forward and uh, it was just amazing and I discovered my Shira and I shown in Buddhism which it's all similar so I was chanting the other day with a lady I haven't chanted yes yes oh, <laughs> oh, uh, uh. oh my goodness <laughs> amazing oh my gosh Oh, you got! Oh, you got the magazine. Yes, I'm going to receive my gahons on this, uh, oh, this Saturday. Says, oh, oh my goodness! We found something on the live recording about each other. How fabulous is that? Oh, it's brilliant. Oh, oh yeah. So yes, so those together, it was like putting everything in a big cauldron, mixing it all together. Oh. And you know, I'm not a, a sinker. And I, I'm a swimmer. Not that I'm not very, I'm not a good swimmer, but I get you, yeah. And I kept sinking, and and now I swim. Actually, I'm do synchronized swimming. I've decided that's maybe what I'll call it. Um, so yes, that's how I started my business, and then 
I've started the styling retreats because my other passion is baking and cooking. And you're creative, basically, and you just love it. You want your creative, so we know what it's like. I do. Do you know, I'm, I'm going to continue talking about this. I, I have got this burning question in my heart. And oh. I'm sure so many listeners is also going to think this. I hope you don't mind. But what did it, what was more shocking for you when your husband left you? Was it your husband leaving or was it your friend backstabbing you? Ooh. What was the worst feeling of both? Because I am so in love with my girlfriends. It's like how 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 must you must have felt so? Okay, so I, I I mean my husband did some lovely things, but very controlling and used to speak to me really badly. It was his tone, is the way he says it, and apparently he speaks to my ex girlfriend worse than he ever used to speak to me, um, which is quite reassuring. <laughs> um, so I had had suspicions for about eight months because I knew what she was doing. But as we spoke to earlier, Ella, I didn't listen to my gut. I lived in my head. Um, so she gave me the best present of all is to live in your, um, to follow your intuition. Um, what was the worst thing? I don't know. I think because I'd had suspicions for about eight months. And I suppose things weren't right. I, I suppose maybe my friend when I look at it because even now I look and I think did they really do that it doesn't bother me because to me I, I just love now you moved on from that frame of your life it is. it's it because I always say the friendship is the most important thing in my life for me because when you're happy you call your friend when you're sad you call your friend you go through a divorce you call your friend and what happened to you you would have called your friend and now she's well, actually run away with her with well, I don't know because she was um a, a fairly good friend but she wasn't one of those friends that you would chat and share well no she did know a lot about so she knew a lot about my marriage um so i knew what she was doing she lied to me she told me so many lies um, but you know, if someone said to me, would you want to go back if you could change it? I said, no, no, I said, because I, I just love being me. That is part of, part of your life that made you, you today. And I think that's why I love helping women because yes, I love the styling, which I absolutely adore, but I'll always start with that internal dialogue if they need it. You know, I had that lady who was 70, wouldn't wear trousers because her father told her she had a big bottom. So I did get her trying a pair of trousers on and I asked her, you know, what, why? And she said, because my father. So we did a little bit of work, had some tears. That's when your NLP skills comes in. Yes, I love it. That's being curious. And I find when you ask questions, you can ask them in one way and ask them in another way and you get completely different answers. It's the same question. Mm -hmm. um, but now she wears trousers all the time. And there was one lady, I'm not going to say, if she listens to this, she'll know, is that um, I, I got her, I interviewed her and I said to her, she what am I going to say? I said, well, tell them your story. She said, but I don't have a story. So I said, well, okay, tell me your story. So she told me, so I said, you have got a story. 
So it's, 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 it's what I'm saying, it's the same question, but just phrased differently. Yeah. So yeah, I just, yeah, I just- You love. just love styling woman and it's so good. So if, if somebody's having some body image issues, because as you know, the internet has just gone wild and all these um, flawless, you know, look, apps and kids especially gone out the this world of some of the photographs i mean i see some of the girls i know them they are like they're petite girls and when you look at their accounts they have got legs as long as me <laughs> and i just feel how do we how do you think as a society from your perspective that we could change that what the social media side it's for people to so worry about their image and, and do it for you uh, not for others i think people have got to find what's in their soul because until you start accepting yourself and loving yourself no, nothing is going to change mm -hmm. so it is find it's living in your intuition in your heart not in your head you know what we see on social media is not reality and it's like we've spoke before, you know, people say to me, Sarah, you're always so positive, X, Y, and Z. But, you know, we know, yes, we might be, but the imposter syndrome comes in and it's you're having to fight it. It's finding that balance of the scales like we do in, in the Buddhism. That's right. So we all have that moment. It's not positive. It's just that we live in our hearts and we find being happy or content I always like the word content because I feel the, the scales are more balanced when we're content. Whereas when they're happy, they're sad. We're content, you're more like this. That's so, right. So, yeah. And, and I think, yeah, I think it's, you've just got to go for it. But I know it's not easy. And uh, I spoke to somebody last night at the gym and a lady said, I know my friend needs to speak to you, Sarah, because she was going through a divorce. And she mm -hmm. said, you always what is positive mindset and and if it helps <clears throat> it's surrounding yourself with surrounding yourself with positive courageous women it makes such a big difference in one's mental health i would totally believe that without a doubt i mean obviously we have to go through the emotions and we can't suppress them no. work through them and then throw them away if you suppress them they're only going to keep come back up again that's right. Um, I always say people are like an onion. When you open an onion, you sometimes got tears. Not always. And then it's like putting the onion pack to together, taking away the tears. And the crunchy bit is your clothing. And then and it's working with that internal confidence inside of you. Because confidence is um well, it just shines out of you. I love that. That was gonna be one of my questions. So you already answered that. <laughs> I know you do a lot of charity works, don't you, with your work? I do, and I've, I've, um, it is Look Good, Feel Better. Actually, let me grab this calendar. Look Good, um, Feel Better charity. I love that name. And I did, it's a worldwide charity. So anybody that's watching is if they know somebody that's going through or had cancer, um, where they do workshops. So you've got the makeup ones, which are online. They haven't gone back yet. So I've been with them for about six years. And then this year I'm doing working with their body confidence workshops. 
Lovely. Yes. Yes. I had the calendar in 2016, also did a ball. It was about 13,000. Wow. Stressful year. But I had all these like ladies had um had all going through cancer treatment. So it just shows you this lady where she can wear black, but with no makeup. But look what happens to her. Oh, beautiful. So that's the charity. So yeah, it's it is a it's a brilliant charity. I love it. I love its mission. It's good. And they work with men as well. That's good. Because obviously men have those problems and they still need help. So, and they're doing a body confidence workshop as well. So yeah, it's a fabulous charity. Anybody that knows, book on. Um, because when I used to go to Maidstone Hospital, they would give, be given a goodie bag worth about 280 pounds. Wow. The makeup, so we take them through the makeup tutorial. I love it. Wow. Can I ask you something? Um, I know you help your ladies to feel their full potential. Could you explain what do you mean by that? How, how what you do helps them feel that? Well I, well, I mean, obviously, we start with that internal work is always first and foremost. So if they've got, it's talking and asking those questions. And obviously, it doesn't happen overnight. And the same with the styling and the colour that you're teaching them and they're going out to learn. But I think it's teaching them, obviously, with the colour, it's, it's, it, it lifts our mood. We know what it's like in our houses as well, in, our sh you know, in your shop, what colour's like. And it's teaching them to um, wear some of their best colours that make them light up. I mean, I've got this top on, which has got loads of... All your light colours, yeah. All my lighter colours. And then obviously finding their body, you know, their body shape, their wardrobe personality, which is then you. It makes life easy, doesn't it? Knowing your colours, it makes your, you save time when you go to a shop, a boutique or a store, wherever you are. You, you, you know your colours, you just rain through with your eyes, see the colours. If none of them there, you don't even waste your time. <laughs> no, you, you walk away. Obviously, I say to clients, you know, if you're going in with some black trousers, it's different. Yeah, but I know... I always say to clients, if you're going to TK Maxx, that's where you scan when you know the, some of your best colours. And then I always look at the neck line because I've got boobs, so I'm better in a lower neck. Unless it was a big baggy jumper. There was a tip, ladies. Have you heard that? If you've got larger boobs, you need to wear a lower <laughs> neck. <laughs> oh, I got mended the other day and I got that half a cup size. I thought, oh. <laughs> I love it. And um, yeah, so then you look at the neckline, then you look at the clothes, the personality of the clothing. That's why I always like to call it. And if the length is right, it's balancing the body, and then you try it on. And if you're only if you love it, do you buy it? For some clients, when I take them shopping, they say, Sarah, what do you think? I'll always throw it back to the client because if she's going to um and ah. When she goes back to her wardrobe, she's always going to um and ah and not take it out. Don't get me wrong, there's always some clothes that we love more than others. Sometimes that they go, wow, depending on what it is. But I always say if it's a basic top, 
it still has to be right. People say, oh, I got it because it was cheap. It was that, this, that, and the other. Don't do that. Don't do that, ladies. Don't. No, you know, it's funny because I did a, um, a post the other day talking about plastics and things like that. And that, you know, England, um, we um, spend more on clothing than any other country in Europe. And I was speaking to somebody the other day and she said, because we've got much more individual shops and we buy quality as opposed to quantity. You know, I'm not, you've got Primark, which is great. I just don't like the ethics behind it um, yeah. and that sort of thing. And like with yours, I mean, I've been down to your shop at LF and seeing the clothes and the quality and what the way things are made. I know obviously when you've got teenagers, they don't want that, but as we get older, we need that. And you know, it's about- but the, You know, you say that, but do, do teenagers really want that? It's, I think it's what they've been told by oh, society. Well, about society. It's the societal, societal um, force that as if they need to do that, if they need to believe in that, if they need to dress like that, if they need to shop like that, it's, it's our, really our us our position to really help them change that habit about them help them buy quality i mean i have a girl who helps me on saturdays i think you've met her oh, oh yeah she was lovely um she is she's only 17 and she has got real wise head on her shoulders she knows what she's shopping for she's not interested in buying quantity she's looking for quality and she wants to learn her colors so it's what we want by doing this is we're actually helping you find confidence through the power of fashion and you know how oh, i love it <laughs> it is amazing because when you feel confident um oh, it just it exudes and somebody said they wanted to um, a client i had has been asking for I need a top because I'm on a dating. I want it to be sexy top. And I said, but sexiness doesn't come with your clothes. And within you. Really and do you really want to start thinking sex on a first date? No. But it's your <laughs> it's your thoughts. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. That make you um and much more appealing and confident than it is wearing a low slung top with your boobs hanging out. And you don't want that, you know, yeah. you're going on. You it's want... not that nothing is wrong with your boob being out. It's about how, is that really who you are? Does hey. that really give you confidence to feel sexy? Because I can feel, I feel sexy today, even though I'm high neck. It's, <laughs> I'm it's, good. In your head. it's, it's all in your head. And it's how you hold yourself. And sometimes you have to do these power poses. It's just to get you in the right it helps when you stand back up yeah. your shoulders breathing and then you talk that way you suddenly feel so much more confident and confidence certainly leads to success in every part of your life ladies <laughs> it certainly does and then you know and often people say they don't feel worthy of x y and z i had one lady who was 72 um she asked me about the styling retreat she said but i'm in my i think she was no she no she was 72 and she said but is it worth it at my age and i thought it doesn't matter what i mean my my friend <coughs> who's lodging with me i think you've seen her left 
her mum is 97. I do love her. I love her. Amazing. She's just been down to say, actually. And she loves her clothes. She does her hair. She's got thick hair. We've tinted blonde. Um, I do her make. We do the makeup. She does her eyebrows. And she does them really well. Yeah. Um, and it's just amazing. She wants, she wants a man. No, ladies, don't get disappeared because your age is getting, because you're older doesn't mean you're disappearing. You can't, it's not that you need to be invisible. Dress up. Fill your heart, show up and speak up. I mean, you are paving the way for us. The older I get, I want to be even louder. And Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and people say to me, she's all, you know, I'm 63, you don't look it. And I think, well, it's very nice. I said, but I don't even think it's about that. I said, I think it's more about the spirit that's in us. It's getting that youthful spirit. People might say, well, you can't do this and you can't do that. Or I was told when I was 60 by a friend, I couldn't wear a skirt because it was above my knee. And that, Who cares? And that actually, <laughs> that, that post on Facebook went viral to America, Australia. Yes. And yeah. You don't have to disappear. <laughs> there is no... I will tell you, ladies, I'm a fashion designer, been in this business for 14 years, in and out of every part, and there is no fashion police will come and knock your door and fine you because you're dressed in certain way. Absolutely not. Would you agree, Sarah? Yeah, you have to do what yeah. you love. You know, don't do it for your husband or your friends. Do it for you because it's it's you that it affects and you know and it's about when people say about loving yourself and the confidence if you don't love yourself you can't give that love out in the way because yes it just comes within you I can see it I mean this is wonderful Sarah it's been such a pleasure to have you and it's I could talk to you for hours and hours but what I will do, I will share all your details on the show notes so our listeners can reach out to you and have a chat with you and you offer a 20-minute complimentary Zoom yeah. call. Um, and I highly recommend, ladies, Sarah has got this contagious energy, honestly, <laughs> that will give you enough for the next six months. <laughs> and she's addictive. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, honey. Uh, thank uh, you, Sarah. Thank you thank for being here. Thank you so much. And I will speak to you soon. Thank you, everyone. See you yeah. on the next episode. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you would like to help support the podcast, please share it with your friends, post about it, and leave us a rating and review because it will help me reach out to so many other women who are looking to listen to that story of someone to help them achieve their goals. So here is to your confidence.